What's up guys, welcome back to The Countdown, my name is Ian Farmer, thank you for listening to The Countdown with Ian Farmer on this Friday evening, you see I'm drinking my Prime, haven't had some of this in a while because it's not, not a whole lot of it's in my area, but this crap is legit, it, it's like, it's like a premium Gatorade, but it's like three times premium, like, obviously big KSI fan, support Logan too, but 25 calories, 10 milligrams of sodium, 6 carbohydrates, 2 sugars, and that's all she wrote. It's really healthy for sure. Then I got this Karma too. I've been really um, really doing some healthy things with my life. This thing has like 8 kind of different vitamins in it. So like definitely healthy for you. I, I'm not sponsored by any of those, but I definitely... Um, encourage you all to check both of those out but let's hop into the video we're gonna talk about the hornets the panthers and i'm a little surprise for you all here at the end so the hornets with a 10th seed in the east which means we're gonna get the last spot in the play-in tournament but we are already clinched the play-in tournament so there's no worries there we are at least going to make the play-in tournament. As of right now, we would be facing the Cleveland Cavaliers. We've had a rocky road with uh, with the Cavs this year. We've beat them. They've beat us. One of the big problems earlier in the season was Jarrett Allen, who really dominated Mason Plumlee. He was putting Mason Plumlee on posters all season long. We now have Montrez Harrell on the team, so I feel like he can help out a little bit. But Jared Allen was an all-star this year. He's better than both of those guys by far. Um, our chances to beat Cleveland all rely on three things. LaMelo Ball stepping up. He's our best player. Miles is great. Terry's great. LaMelo's our best player. He has to step up. This is his time where he truly shows up as a leader and gets the Hornets to the playoffs. Number two. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward has to come back. He's a huge piece to the Hornet squad. He has to come back and he has to uh, put on a show. He has to be productive. He has to be so one of the player he was before the injury. Uh, I think that's a huge, um, it would be a huge gain if the Hornets were able to get Gordon Hayward back. Actually, they may have already got him back. Actually. I worked last night. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. No. Okay. He hasn't come back yet. Okay. So they need Gordon Hayward back. But man, Isaiah Thomas on the team has really helped out a lot. Seven points. Per, seven points. Um. Last night, eight point four points per game. This uh, with the Hornets. So I mean, that, that's that's all you can ask for from a bench player like that. But let's look. Let's look. The Hornets. Let's say the Hornets beat the Cavaliers. As of right now, in order to get into the playoffs, they would also have to play either the Nets or the Hawks. Probably the Nets. Ben Simmons has been rolled out for the playing tournament. We've beat Brooklyn before. But Durant knows he's got to get this team back to the playoffs. They disappointed against Milwaukee last season in the second round. He... 
KD. Kyrie is now back, and he's been dominating. So I don't know. The Nets um, are chances of beating the Nets, but that should get us into the playoffs. Cleveland is our biggest block um, blockade. Let's say that we get the AC. We beat Cleveland, lose to Brooklyn. We would then face the Miami Heat. A team that has dominated the Charlotte Hornets all season long. I think the Miami Heat would sweep the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets may get one game. So, our main goal here. We were in the play-in tournament last year. Huge disappointment against the Indiana Pacers. The Hornets' goal here is to make the playoffs. We're not going to win a playoff series. We may only win a playoff game. Two, if, if we're very lucky. This team... Goal is to make the playoffs. Lamella Ball, Miles Bridges, Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward coming back. Also, the third thing to beat the Cavs is down low in the front court. Mason Plumley and Montrez Harrell going against Jarrett Allen. And Evan Mobley, by the way, who's uh, one of the top player, um, rookie of the year candidates. So, that's definitely some things you have to look out for. But do I think the Hornets can make the playoffs? Yes. I think they will. We've been playing very good lately. We have had a couple stinkers. We still got blown out by the Heat. We were in that game until halfway through the fourth quarter. Ended up losing by like 30. Still got blown out by the 76ers. By nearly the same amount. One point off. This Hornets team... Does not play good against the top, top teams. We played Chicago tonight. I want to see how the Hornets do against Chicago, who is now the seventh seed, or uh, uh, the sixth seed, but still a very good team. DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine. Lonzo was just short off with the season, so that that's really sucks. But I think the Hornets can make the playoffs. I, If I had to predict, I don't think they're going to get in. I don't think they're going to beat Cleveland. Because Jared Allen is too much of a beast down low for us. But. Sorry if I went away there. But let's transition into the Panthers. There's four big needs that I think the Panthers need. Number one. Now we have the sixth pick in the first round. You could go out and get an offensive lineman. Evan Neal is more likely going to be gone. The second tackle in the draft, Charles Cross from Mississippi State, is probably going to be there at number six. You could take him. Take that Ikeen guy, however you say his last name. Ikongu, something like that. I think you take a chance on Malik Willis. I know the combine does not mean everything. In fact, it doesn't even really mean that much. How you work out. And how you play the combine. It's just a combine. But. I think you take a chance on Malik Willis. That kid looks uh, NFL. almost said NBA. NFL ready. He looks like he's ready to play. In the NFL. I think you take a chance on Malik Willis. I, You can play Sendona for another year. And you know. That would be whatever I guess. 
But I, I think you take a shot on Malik Willis. Second thing. We don't have a whole lot of draft picks this year, but we do have a fourth-round pick. And there could be some tackles there we could take a chance on. I think Zach Tom is going to be there. Zach Tom, tackle from, I will tell you, I will tell you, from Wake Forest. I think he's the go guy for round four. As long as he's available, which I think he's going to be. I think Zach Tom is the guy you have to pick up in the fourth round for the Panthers. I could add another tackle for the Panthers. Now, here's where we get into free agency. Two draft picks, two free agency. Eric Ebron's available, guys. He's still on the market. He is still on the market. Tommy Trimble is not good. Ian Thomas is not good catching the ball. Dan Arnold was not good when he was with us. He was okay. He's okay. But we also won like three games straight and then lost like five straight. So This team needs a tight end. We didn't get Deshaun Watson. We didn't get Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or Jimmy, even Jimmy G or Baker Mayfield for that matter. We are going to be stuck with either Sam Darnold or a rookie. We need a tight end. Tommy Trimble is not the guy. He is not the answer at tight end. Ian Thomas is a good blocking tight end. We paid that man way too much. There's a whole bunch of tight ends that can block. whole lot of tight ends that can block. Eric Ebron. There's some other ones on the market. Austin Hooper's on the market. But I think Eric Ebron is the answer at tight end. We got to go get him. Got to go get him. For around $9 million, We at, Panthers have the most cash base in the NFL because they haven't made a whole lot of moves. So, we have a whole bunch of money. We can go get Eric Ebron for $9-10 million. And the last thing that I think the Panthers should do for the 2020, in the you know, the offseason, re-sign Stephon Gilmore. You've re-signed Dante Jackson. Hassan Reddick's gone to Philadelphia. Jermaine Carter's gone. Re-sign the 2019 Defensive Player of the Year, please. We have the money for it now. Take a chance on him. He has other teams that are interested in him. I think he would be willing to come back to Carolina if we would just take a chance on him again. I think the Panthers need to re-sign. Healthy, one of the best corners. Make the argument, best corner in the league. Stephon Gilmore. That should be our main priority. Put it out there. Our main priority right now should be signing Stephon Gilmore. Because we can get Malik Willis if we want to. We have a sixth pick. We can get a tackle in the draft if we want to. Resign Stephon Gilmore, please. That, uh, he's one of my favorite players, too, for the Pandas. I mean, I have him up there. I think healthy, he's going to be amazing for us. He was injured last year, like two picks in four games. I mean, resign Stephon Gilmore. Just do it. Anyways, we got the Panthers out of the way. We got the Hornets out of the way. 
NFL mock draft one through ten is a surprise. I wanted to give you guys a mock draft. I haven't given you all a mock draft this year. I'm gonna do a first rounder um here soon. But right now I just want to give you all one through ten mock draft um for the NFL. And we're gonna switch away shift away from the NFL a lot because the NBA playoffs, I mean the NBA season ends on like Sunday for crying out loud, so it's definitely gonna be the focus, but yeah. Although I'm working on like my editing stuff. Like I want to put the mock draft up here somewhere, but I just don't know how to do that. I'm gonna have a lot to learn, so the content's probably gonna be a little bit off, but I hope you guys still in, still enjoy the content. So with the first pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars have the first pick in the NFL draft for the second straight year. They got Trevor Lawrence last year, obviously. And a lot of mock drafts say Evan Neal. Maybe some mock draft way out there in the ether has Kavion Thibodeau or an um, Sauce Gardner. I think Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan is the pick at number one for the Jaguars. There's no question in my mind about it. It's not Kyle Hamilton. It's not Derek Stingley Jr. It's not um, that one... Uh, yeah, Trayvon Walker, it's none of those guys. It's Hayden Hutchinson. Number two, the Detroit Lions. A few, a, li- a little while ago, I would have said that Kavion Thibodeau was going to go here. Or Evan Neal, one or the other. The Lions are not taking Evan Neal. The offensive line is their strongest part of their roster. They're not taking Evan Neal. He's a great player. He's a great offensive lineman. But they just don't need that. And the Lions, one of the worst teams in the league last year. They can't just keep adding to what they already have. They have to go out and get other you know, slots and spots for their roster. Um, I'm not going to lie. I think Trayvon Walker from Georgia the Edge, his draft stock is rising it is rising more than anybody in the draft right now. I think Trayvon Walker is the pick for Detroit at number two. Number three, the Houston Texans. Now, this one could go a lot of separate ways. A lot of separate ways. And I really don't know. The guys I'm torn on is... Evan Neal, Kavion Thibodeau, and I think maybe like a Sauce Gardner or a Kyle Hamilton could be in there. It's really tough. It's really tough because the Texans, I'm on pro football focus right now. Their needs is every position. It's not like it's not like I can revert to that if I really just don't know. Like I, There's nothing. I, I have no idea. But... Kevin Thibodeau's draft stock has went down. Evan Neal's has stayed pretty consistent. I'm going to have the Texans taking tackle Evan Neal with the third pick. And you know the Texans know they're not going to they're not going to be anywhere in the next few years. There's they're going to have top 5 picks probably the next 2 or 3 years. If they need a quarterback, they need a big time corner or a wide receiver, they can go get that. Then I'm going to have them taking Evan Neal here. Now, the Jets with the fourth pick. Keep in mind, the Jets do have the 10th pick from Seattle. So they have two top 10 picks. You have a lot of secondary in the first round. Cal Hamilton, 
Derek Stingley Jr., Sauce Gardner. One of those three guys could be at number 10. I'll tell you one player who they know is not going to be at number 10. That's Kavion Thibodeau. The Jets take the edge from Morgan with the fourth pick. Now you get into the Giants. And the Giants have the fifth and seventh pick. The Panthers are in the middle. So they can pretty much 